Hi, everyone, and welcome back to Damn Parenting, your English-speaking parenting podcast from Amsterdam. And as always, we're your hosts, Marin and Eva. This is a new little Minnesota series that we're starting calling Damn Chats, because we thought we have all our expert interviews and we invite the people who really know about their stuff. But at the same time, we noticed that there are conversations in all the Facebook and WhatsApp groups where it's just like, random questions where they don't always bird answer or advice, but it's more like sharing experiences. And Eva and all, I also noticed that after we had our recording sessions a couple times and then the mics were off and then we kind of went into put our private hats on and went into our conversations that we actually had great conversations about situations that had happened during the week or were really like present at this moment. And we thought, why don't we just do this on the record? Like, why don't we just have these chats so you can feel like kind of listening in to a conversation between two girlfriends talking about what's going on in their life and especially, of course, what's going on in their life as parents. So we thought, let's make this a little experiment, how the how you like this. And if you enjoy our private conversations, private as they get with 50 plus listeners out there. But we thought sometimes we just need this little corner Yeah, within our big professional environment where we can just have like an honest conversation. And we thought, let's invite you all to it. And maybe you'll take a little piece of mind or an inspiration or idea from this conversation. And one topic that we discussed was guilt. So I'm sure you've all heard of mom guilt, but I don't even want to label it as mom or dad or whatever, but just like feeling guilty as a parent. And for me, I had a very funny phenomenon where I had a situation where I thought I should feel guilty now because I am enjoying something without my child and with my, I had left my child with not the state of emotion that I would have loved for her to be in. But then I noticed that I wasn't feeling guilty about that. And I thought, this is a funny feeling in a situation that usually in the past would have triggered a massive guilt train. But now I thought, I'm not feeling guilty. Actually, I'm feeling good that I made this decision. And actually, I feel good that I, yeah, that I don't go down this self-blame situation. And that was one chat that Eva and I had, remember? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was surprised. But um, yeah, when you said it, I just thought, oh, yeah, I mean, I think we almost feel that at some stage. Yeah. And to, to make this a little more like not so abstract, I'll give the situation so it's a little more understandable. So I was at daycare drop off and I had a appointment after that was so lightly for me and to enjoy myself. I was a little bit under time pressure. And then of course, there's always my, my child can like smell that. And then she goes into a mode of like, oh, let's see, let's see how much time pressure you, you can handle. And she was really not having it. And really didn't want me to leave at daycare. And I really like tried be super gentle, super patient, really address all her feelings and all that. But then at one point I said, you know what? You're with people who I trust. You love coming here. We're not in a new environment or anything. I will leave now because I have to 
go and be somewhere. I just left it at that and I handed her over to the to the teachers and they assured me with a look that they, they got the situation. And I went out there, I closed the door and I was like, Jesus Lord, finally. And I went on to enjoy my thing that I had. And then while I was cycling there, I was like, checking in with myself because usually when I leave her behind and she's like crying and not want me to leave then I feel guilty of oh I should be there and I should wait until she's fine and I can really make sure like everything is processed and whatnot then back then I just felt I don't feel this I don't feel guilty that I left I'm not gonna beat myself up over this I feel happy that I made it out in time for my appointment that is very important to me now. That was a, a new experience for me to, yeah, to stand up for myself. I don't know if that's like the right right phrase, but really not beating myself up over I am choosing myself in this second. I think that was kind of like the, the thing that the thought of, I don't feel guilty for choosing me. But it was not a case of anything was out of the ordinary. It was the fact she was going to daycare anyway. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. just the fact that it's a case of, oh, these emotions crept up from her. And yeah, this is the issue at the end of the day is it's not a case of you were just disappearing when you were meant to be at home as always as part of your routine. And all of a sudden you were just leaving. But it's the fact that it's part of your routine. She knows she's in there. You know, she's with her. Yes, she's happy. She's very happy yeah. in her place. And so, yeah, I mean, when you said it, I was like, yeah, I mean, we've all been there. So it's just that element of not feeling guilty. You know, you felt guilty for not feeling guilty. Exactly. Yeah. And I was like, how is this guilt feeling still creeping in? But at least I could take it as a triumph. Yeah. Like this was the feeling of, oh, wow. So now my brain obviously still tries to recreate this feeling, but now it sits on a different topic. Guilt sits on the topic of I'm not feeling guilty. And that's why I feel guilty about it. And I was like, can we not escape this freaking feeling? <laughs> it always finds a way to still creep in. Yeah, it's just every time I feel the guilt, I ask myself, like, does my partner feel that? Or is this like a, a mom specific thing? Even when we open social media, I have never, ever come across dead guilt ever. I have not read this phrase anywhere. I don't know if there's a hashtag, maybe someone wants to enlighten me about that, but it's just not a thing. As always, it's not a thing. No one has ever asked my husband, oh, are you not feeling guilty for not being there or not being home or not doing that? And no, no one says that. Everyone is always proud of them. I'm speaking like in very heteronormative terms right now, but that's the reality for me. It's always like a, a heroic act if the dads can find the time for themselves. Like, oh, good for you. Good for you that you're doing this. And it's so hard to hear this as a mother to get this, I don't want praise, but to get this recognition and someone says, hey, it's totally fine that you're doing this and good for you. And you should be doing this more. Well, I do think there is a dad guilt. I just think that most men are kind of able to manage their feelings and processes of thoughts very differently. But I do think there is going to be a dad guilt for sure, especially the fact that I've seen quite a lot of it around that like uh, this generation of fathers are spending something like three times yeah. more time with their kids. 
So I can only imagine that there are some fathers that in this day and age of mentality of like spending quality time with their children yeah. and having the capacity to be able to do so. I, I would say there is definitely dad guilt, but you know, hopefully they're not across it. Just like mom guilt. Like I do know some moms I've spoken to who don't really experience a mom guilt aspect because they're like, I'm not perfect. I'm not expecting myself yeah. to be perfect. And I'm not even living up to those expectations, which is like, I'm in awe of people being able to be that strong. Yeah. Do you feel like that? The whole mom guilt thingy, I mean, at the end of the day, it's just such a whole shame aspect of things. You know, it's the expectations of your role as a parent. And it's this continuous internal dialogue that's telling you you're failing. And it's yeah. one of those things that I think that once you become a parent, obviously your brain changes and it's, you know, you're, this whole thing of caring for your child. But I do think it's just a case of like, you know, these kind of conversations of saying, you know, for you to address it and be honest about your feeling about it. I think, you know, hopefully people will feel that. I myself have had to do drop-offs where my daughter is having separation anxiety for some reason at the moment. Even her caregivers are kind of like, this is very strange. You know, she's never gotten to this and you know we would have to leave her a little upset you know and I like I've cried leaving her because I'm kind of I'm heartbroken the fact that she's at this extent but at the same time like you is you know we have commitments and demands the reason they go to daycare is because we've got other things that we have to do like work and podcast or whatever so yeah it's, it's not a case of we're putting in them, them in there just because we're sitting yeah. at home all day like you know getting a manicure or whatever but even but it, that, I mean, even that would be okay, because that's the thing that the appointment that I had was nothing. It wasn't a doctor's appointment. It wasn't a government appointment. It wasn't something that I had to attend. It was something that is important to me that helps me with my stability. It helps me with my mental health. It helps me with just me. It It's only an appointment for me and something like a pedicure or even go to the hairdresser or whatever. I think these are the situations where the guilt kicks in most, for me at least, because I'm not going to argue about a doctor's appointment. I'm not going to argue about going to an official appointment, but I also don't want to feel guilty when I just, and I'm putting this in quotations, have a fun appointment for myself, something that I enjoy doing. And that's the, I think that's the the biggest difference now that we're talking about it, realizing this, putting myself first and making this appointment that I had made for myself 100% only for my own private enjoyment, giving it the same weight as I have a dentist cleaning or I need to extend my passport, like official appointments that I can't reschedule or super hard or it's like my health is in danger or whatever. And I think this is a, a thing that I have come to accept is for my long-term mental health and for my long term, the way that I want to parent, I need to include these appointments as equally important as I would schedule in a doctor's appointment. I mean, it's self-care yeah, in yeah. every single aspect, yeah. you know, it's just a different gradient. Yeah, I, I do agree. And now that when you're talking about that, I realize all my appointments and these are doctors or therapists or any appointments I will always do on um, a daycare day because I won't do it on the days I have her or my husband might be home. For some reason, I just feel like, no, because that's family time. No, it's it's precious. It's, yeah. it's us time. And I won't do it then. So I squeeze it into a very limited amount of time I already have anyway. 
But yeah, I mean, it's at the end of the day, like this, what you're talking about, like this whole mom guilt is actually taking care of you. And as they always say, you know, you have to fill up your own cup before you can pour into someone else's. And it's, you know, this is like a 24 hour, seven days a week, three, six, five days a year. I mean, we have to always come back to ourselves and look at ourselves and say, how am I doing? Yeah. And one thing that I, now that we're talking about this came through my mind when you were talking about dad guilt and fathers feeling guilty or the secondary caretaker. I think what is the moments, the day or the guilt kicks in with them, at least that's what I see with my partner. Sometimes it's when, when they miss big things, you know, like big events, like a theater play or first steps like big like milestones that's when they feel guilty then but they don't feel this guilt so much in like the daily life you know like you think I it's practicalities yeah but then it's like why don't they feel guilty when they just like leave the home and go into a normal day because like they're not they don't feel like they're missing out or they don't feel like their presence would be better and they it would be better if they would be there now and i think for me i don't just connect this guilt to like these big milestone things but it's like the overall general feeling like in the day i haven't i wasn't patient enough or i wasn't doing that enough or i wasn't being there enough or when i have the babysitter come randomly just to go for a walk or even just to go upstairs and listen to a podcast in peace these kind of things were then i don't even have to have anything i just want to like hang out (laughs) in my home i know i I know i i just i think it's one of those things though that like it could also stem down from the fact that for example paternal leave is the fact that men are like here's a couple of days off now get back to work and the thing is they're programmed into that and they don't have that capacity i'm sure there's going to be dads out there who actually might be stay-at-home dads Mm -hmm. and moms are the ones who are actually working and left you know at a certain period and they're the ones going yeah this is how i feel because at the end of the day primary caregivers are probably the ones that will have these um intense feelings emotions shame guilt and everything else that goes along with it but yeah i mean you're not alone but it was just when you texted that to me that time i was really like oh god like yeah and it's it's and it's really hard because the thing is it's nearly every day we've got something like this knocking at our heart you know and we're kind of like oh i can't do this for you or you know oh, you want to make muffins today, but, you know, we can't because of time or, you know, there's always going to be something you have to say no to or, and yeah, obviously we always have to set boundaries as well. I think it's it's one of those things that, I mean, this is going to be every single day. This is not one conversation that's going to cure all the other mom guilt conversations that ever will be out there. But I do think we all have this. We're all going to go through it. Feeling guilty leaving your kid in daycare, feeling guilty leaving your kid with a babysitter. And it's going to take, I think someone said like it takes them like three or four times to go out with a, uh, when they have a babysitter to go out for dates. It took them three or four times before they could actually not feel guilty and be completely obsessed checking in before yeah. it became this routine that they were like, oh, I'm allowed and it's okay. Yeah. yeah, I think it's this whole concept of I'm always trying to say yes to my child. And now I'm saying a lot more yes to myself. And I think Ooh. this whole switch and then it, and it's new, obviously, because the guilt still is there hovering like, oh, is this okay? Like, I don't feel guilty for saying yes. So now I feel guilty that I don't think that was like the whole, whole guilt, guilt train that was then rolling in with blasting horns. But yeah, this whole concept of I'm saying yes to my child or I try to be as positive towards her as possible and now taking that 
applying that to myself. Because obviously, what do we want to teach them? They learn by watching us. And if she learns, mommy says yes to herself and mommy takes care of herself, then this is what I want to live for her, you know? Because if she always sees, oh, mommy's always saying yes to me, but she she just says a lot of times, no, like, oh, yeah, I can't do this, or mommy can't go here, or I can't do that, then that's what she learns, right? Say yes to others, but always say no to yourself. Absolutely. And that's really one thing that I consciously try to switch, but then obviously I'm having this conversation <laughs> with you now about this whole process. But yeah, it's the, it's the first time. And I think the first step is recognizing something and making it aware until then it becomes a routine and you do it subconsciously. And next time I won't feel guilty for not feeling guilty. Yeah. And I have to say one social media post I saw a while ago was actually, it basically says, you say you'll die for your children. You know, you would do any for them. And it's like, take care of yourself because you should yeah. live for your children. So you really need yeah. to make sure you're taking care of yourself then be that exercising, eating healthily, getting a babysitter to, you know, reconnect to your partner, whatever it might be, mental health, physical health, spiritual health, emotional health. I mean, at the end of the day, we, yeah, this is something, I'm, I mean, I still got to learn. I'm sure my husband's going to laugh when he hears me talk about this because like I do struggle with all of these and I will put my hand up, no problem, I'd admit to it. But um, at the end of the day, we're, you know, every day we have to learn something new, right? And I think also for you, even having this conversation, if you hear it more and more and more and more, then I'm sure one day you'll be able to apply it. And that's why we're having these conversations also for you out there, your listeners, where if this is like the, the, the next time you got to hear this and we'll talk about this more and more. And the more you hear it, the more it becomes a topic of conversation, the more it becomes normalized and the higher the chance that you actually going to apply it. I guess that's the bottom line for this. So that's been some Dan chats. If you have any topics you want to hear us kind of battle out between ourselves, <laughs> do let us know if you want to join us for a Dan chat, you know, also reach out. We'll be happy to get you online and have a conversation about something that you feel maybe people aren't talking about. Maybe it's overlooked. For now, this has been Eva. And Maren. And this has been your Dan chats and Dan parenting. Until next time. Bye. Bye.